if I was a young brand launching quite recently on social media, I would nail it on TikTok, still have a presence on Instagram, and but nail the whole TikTok angle. Hi everyone, welcome back to the Social Bee Podcast. I'm here with Louis and we're going to have a quick chat today about TikTok because I don't think we've done a podcast about them before. No, I don't, I don't think so. We might have touched on it in, in some bits and pieces we've done. So probably most people listening to this are aware, at least aware of TikTok now, whether they're using it or not. ignore it anymore. I, don't, I think that's the, the main thing, the main takeaway. Uh, if you don't want to listen to this, is you can't ignore it you know it's it's you need to be aware of it and you probably need to start about need to start thinking about using it uh but we're just going to run through a few uh a few ideas a few thoughts on it the pros the cons where we think it's going but more specifically how it can be used for luxury because that's obviously the area we work in and as anyone knows who works in this industry luxury is normally pretty slow to pick up on uh, new technology, digital generally, uh, but then it quite often has become a big, important part of most strategies. Yeah. So the question is, is that going to happen with TikTok or not, I suppose? So what are your initial thoughts? When did you start, when did you become aware of it and how did, like, what's your journey so far with the, with the platform? I remember we were sitting, being like, okay, there is this app we can't really ignore, it's potentially going to be big let's check it out let's run some tests and see how how it works and and play around with and and we we started launching a couple of accounts at this time but yeah i think it i think it was six months ago i think it was six months between uh, six months and twelve months for like probably may or like something like that yeah because we i guess that's probably where we're a bit different to maybe other agencies is we kind of started in a way from you know kind of practicing what we preach and trying platforms out for ourselves and seeing whether they work or not. And that goes way back to uh, Instagram and other platforms like that. And only made sense that we do the same thing with TikTok, didn't it? Yeah, so the idea was, it was like, we're not going to, I don't know if the word pitch is the right word, but we're not going to push a platform or like a new form of marketing and, and, and channel to a client with not knowing what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. So that was a bit the approach when we were like, okay, we can't ignore it. There's this app that, uh, especially if you know what TikTok is about, it's, you know, portrait format video, uh, quick short clip, uh, more raw, like definitely something we know by experience, something edited, well shot, like it could be for Instagram, won't work. Um, or like to a certain extent uh, and how you talk and mimic a bit the way the generation and the audience is which is a much younger generation generation more like you know uh, yeah um, yeah much younger demographics so how to like talk about luxury which is a quite specific industry like we talk in our previous podcast the pros at the moment are uh, it's a very visual platform right and there are a lot of people using it yeah. which is undeniable and again I think you can't ignore it like yeah. even a luxury brand or a fashion brand 
um, and we've seen like over the past like couple of weeks brands such as you know Ralph Lauren doing like some challenge or using like big TikTok influencer or recently Gucci I just saw Gucci like yeah. running a hashtag challenge so many brands are starting to like wake up a bit and like um, you know utilize the platform to either talk to a much younger audience and sort of educate them about the brand and who they are as a brand to potentially convert them later on as potential buyer and, you know if they at early age the thinking with luxury is yes it's tricky and I understand knowing well the luxury world how if we take the example of a 10 or 15k price point watch um, yes we're not going to say that maybe Instagram is a better platform because you can you know create more like slightly more creative content, more like well-edited content that will talk most likely if you choose the right influencer and if you decide to like push the content on the right influencer channel, will talk to um, uh, the right demographic, a 35 to 40 or like a 25 to 35 that might be looking to buy their first uh, nice watch. Um, TikTok is less about that. My 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 feeling uh, playing around a bit with TikTok and being on the platform uh, is yes, it's a much younger demographic. But as a luxury brand, you can't ignore it again because those uh, that generation Z will be your next buyer of luxury, and you want to be the brand when they realize for I don't know, hopefully for them the twenty first, their parents will buy them a watch or like for their first job or bonus or you know when they get to their 30s want to buy a nice watch they want to be the one thinking okay the one i want the obvious one is that brand because they associate that watch brand to something that talks to them and and that's where you need to start edu educating them about your product your brand and who you are as a brand and the values and and why you're about so i think yeah. all the brands need to think about and we had this conversation with like uh, not to mention the client but probably the most famous car brand in the world um telling us why we started quite late doing influencer strategy for a brand like us which people will say especially knowing them in the industry doesn't make sense they don't need that and you know they're so established as a brand and it's the most like top five brand in the world yeah. um, and they need to start talking the right way and the way that new audience that one day will be the next buyer mm. uh, to their own language and the way they communicate is through social apps and digital and they know Instagram and TikTok and you need to speak their own language. Yeah, and it's, luxury's never been about build brand awareness today to sell something tomorrow. It's always been that, it's that long, long journey. So yeah. if you're looking at people on TikTok now, Yes, we don't, which we'll talk about the, down, the downside in a moment in terms of the analytics, but yes, at the moment, they're not providing, the, you, know, you can see the split of male, female, you can see geographically where people are, but you can't see the age groups people are in, probably because they know that there's a lot of people saying, oh, it's just everyone's kind of a teenager on there. Um, although I would say having worked on it for six or so months, things I would say have changed over that period. But... Um, 
you still want to, you know, even if it is someone 15, 16, 10 years down the line, yeah. which is where most luxury brands are looking, that kind of length of storytelling, right? When you're 25 to 30 and you're in a position where you can buy the entry-level piece, yeah. If we were looking at watches, you know, that is the time to start talking talking to them. But it's finding the way to talk to them that isn't going to have a negative reaction because there is a lot of this kind of, uh, okay, boomer thing on TikTok. So if you are a brand that's a more mature, I suppose, established luxury brand, if you are going to start putting content out, how do you put it out in a way that is on brand but is still relatable on TikTok without it just looking like, you're just jumping on there and doing something that's completely off for you in order just to engage. Because a lot of it is quite, you know, like the dance stuff, the lip syncing, you know, that isn't a natural fit for a lot of brands. So how do you approach that? Um, Which is kind of what we've been doing in terms of testing different types of content, seeing stuff that works. If you look at uh, car brands, there is a lot of stuff that really does engage well that wouldn't be off-brand for a car brand, you know, as we've seen. Uh, and again, it's a different way, and that's where this probably the, the, the struggle for some luxury brands is how to produce content on a daily basis. And if you want to, to you know, grow quite significantly your platform, it's probably a case you're going to have to post two to three times a day. How do you create content um, in, in a way that will engage, so in a slightly more broad way, but still respecting the values of the brand and like telling the right message? And I think that's why it's probably challenging a lot of brands and, and probably senior people from uh, the marketing team or questioning or like pushing back because yes, it's <laughs> that's where you probably are gonna have to outsource to some agency to be able yeah. to like have that quality and quantity that will help you stand out also on the platform. Yeah, exactly, because it's it is it's got to be you got to be posting two or three times a day, yeah. which is it's a massive ask. It's, and you're not talking stills either. It's video content, yeah. the vertical video content, three times a day for brands. Work, so not something we've seen case study. I mean, we actually been, we actually had some meeting with a TikTok team in, in London and uh, we've seen some campaign that were run, it was in Asia or China yeah. by uh, major luxury brands. And some of them, especially around festive time, I think it was pretty much towards Christmas, they were repurposing some content shoot shot from uh, for you know that looked like an ad campaign for TV, and they just reformatted to sixteen nine portrait format and put it on TikTok, and it's like, and it's not even what <laughs> you know, like just cutting through people's faces. Yeah, like really, really like, lazy. It's just doesn't work to like think. Okay, we've done that big shoot and that big campaign, and why don't we try it out and just like do an edit in the right format for TikTok and use that same to like repurpose the content. Um, it's it's the wrong way to do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's just the wrong way to do it. Yeah, and it doesn't I mean looking at It looks obvious also on the platform and it yeah. looks like not organic at all. Yeah, exactly. And, and I mean that's from people running because on TikTok you can run you like a pre-roll when you open up the app you you can run an ad there as you get on youtube pre-roll or um you're getting effectively sponsored posts as you would on your feed on instagram and that's obviously where a lot of brands are able to dip their toe in the water and just run ads without committing to opening an account and just literally having a, a click through to to the landing page off tiktok 
but yeah, you see quite a lot of stuff that's just repurposed and just kind of a bit lazy and you're not giving it, you're not really giving the platform the chance that it deserves. Yeah. Well, like the rougher and like, yeah. I mean, that, they've done it properly. Yeah. They've seen, and they, okay. You can see like it's been shot in a way where, uh, you know, they respect what the, the, the channel is about in a way it was like, it's probably, it's all, it's well shot, but it's still in a raw way. Uh, <laughs> they've like downgraded yeah. high-end production to look yeah. like it was shot on a phone. I mean, they've done it in a good way and they've embraced the dancing element, which is huge on TikTok, used influencers that are big in the dance space and then kind of brought that together to create a, a campaign that makes sense for the platform yeah. that is clearly bespoke for uh, TikTok. And it was, I think, you know, if you're in the industry, you know, big, like, you know, not to talk about Half-Law and Case Study, but it's a brand that, you know, was really strong and yeah. didn't really manage to and you know over the past few years probably struggled to adapt and like you know be a bit more fresh as a brand and 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 create a new sort of even though they're super strong in terms it's probably one of the strongest brands in terms of like creating a lifestyle around the brand but they haven't really managed to evolve and and bring a bit more like a new freshness to the brand anyway using that platform and embracing the platform and doing it the right way like they've done give this sort of like freshness to the brand that yeah. they needed you know so it's how brand can like re yeah. basically reborn from it's yeah. good and they've used a collection that's got those pop colors yeah. that are going to work yeah. because it is you know like it's something that's so visual and you can see content that where the algorithm picks up stuff that's lit well um you'll see your content's going to work better if it's nicely lit and clean versus something that's dark and you know uh, moody there's lots of there's lots of different uh, nuances around uh, working with the algorithm which has been quite interesting from our side the data that we've been collecting on that front um, but I think it's I guess the other big opportunity is yes major brands major luxury brands will obviously be looking at it and looking and wondering when when they whether they do it or not or how they start to test it but if you're a medium size a small brand there's a big opportunity there isn't right. there if i was a young brand launching quite recently on social media i would nail it on tiktok still have yeah. a presence on instagram and but now the whole tiktok angle try to grow that platform to a huge audience and then slowly push like many people do that manage to grow quite well their TikTok but haven't really made it on Instagram and push back to their Instagram channel not in every single post but like just yeah first putting the bio here's the Instagram handle um, yeah. or like in a couple of posts like watch you know the f if it's a behind the scene of a shoot that you put up on TikTok watch the final edit and the outcome of the shoot on our Instagram channel and you know yeah, drive yeah, traffic yeah. to that platform and, 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 and bring a new audience to that platform. Yeah. Um, so it's just playing with this traffic and, and but yeah, I would focus as a young brand on uh, netting on TikTok. Yeah, because they did a good job of, unlike other platforms, making it shareable on other social media accounts. Yeah. So if you, you know, on TikTok, it gives you the option to share. You, know, you love the video, okay, I want to share it. It's not just like share it on TikTok, it's like, share it on WhatsApp, share it on Instagram, share it everywhere. And that's going to put, if you, if you manage, as Lou said, 
as a young brand to build this big audience on TikTok and you create content that is viral, is engaging, and people are sharing it across all the other platforms. It definitely you can, can help for the you can grow elsewhere. Yeah. of your product. Yeah. So. It's just there are some, you know, for example, uh, if you look at it from an influencer angle, not being able to have swipe up to a site where that's an important KPI for some brands on a campaign, you know, those are the things that are going to limit some influencer marketing campaigns at the moment. Or if the brand doesn't have a have a page, so you can't even mention them in the post. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, so then it's just a pure awareness piece. But that's just probably going to change as more and more brands actually, you know, take the plunge and start their account. But it's going to be interesting to see how that works in a practical sense, uh, and how and also how they grow because ultimately. Just because, as we've seen, just because you you might be a very, very well-known brand, that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to grow a massive audience on TikTok. Yeah. It's, it's not given, like it kind of was maybe on Instagram, like in the same way that you might be a, a big celebrity or on another platform. It I, might I not just happen for you. I guess also this, uh, I already follow you on Instagram, why would I follow you on TikTok? Yeah. So it's how you answer to that. Yeah, yeah, that's a very a good brand. point. You know, yeah. you need to give like same with YouTube, you need to give a different angle or something uh, more like, I don't know, for a brand it could be like sharing more behind the scene from the designer perspective or more like how the product is made, but like, you know, showing more what goes into from a live raw perspective than a probably more polished, edited way on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. that's a very good point. We've got over, we've gone over half a million followers now on accounts we've started as test accounts so purely specialize in uh, luxury because that's what we we know and and, and working and so luxury from like you know travel to watches to cars yeah um slowly getting in the fashion with the menswear element yeah um but we have case study for major car brand where some videos uh, of either like the launch of a new car or like a car interior or uh, but everything we do and that's the same for instagram is very lifestyle so it's not going to be too much about like the wheels or like the steering wheel the engine (laughs) it's going to be more like the car in a specific setting or what the lifestyle associated with that car and some video went above like what was the biggest probably about uh 10 million views 10 million views on one on one video on one video yeah so yeah it's difficult I think that's organically and then close yeah and we'll 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 dig dig a bit deeper into that in a different I podcast think it's probably a yeah, full podcast about that and how we managed to get that video going viral and yeah. why and how we created the content hoping you can't predict and that's a great thing i think yeah you know, this unknown, is it going to go viral? Sometimes you think, oh, that video has definitely all the ingredients, all the elements to go viral. It doesn't go viral. Sometimes you're like, yes, that one for sure and actually engaged really well. So yeah. again, that web point is was, was to experience it, work on the platform on day-to-day basis, producing our own content almost two to three times a day, posting on several channels that we own, and um, see what engage and how to create the best content for each product. 
Yeah. Uh, and we have the strong case study how to grow a TikTok page from zero to 10K followers in one week. Yeah, um, yeah that's good. Just one. by, you know, with like actually screenshot showing that, you know, every day the account was growing significantly to reach 10K yeah. in one week. Um, with like producing the right content and posting on a regular basis using the right hashtag and all of that. Yeah, and having an angle. Yeah. Ultimately. Cool. Uh, good to chat as always we will be back uh, soon with our next podcast anyone got any questions leave those in the comments and thanks very much for listening thanks a lot